Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 38, Special Edition. In commemoration of Independence Day and to honor the members of the U.S. military, military veterans, and the memory of those who have sacrificed their lives in service of the United States, today's show will showcase a veteran-owned business that is making a big difference in our community. Our guest today is Travis McVeigh, founder of the award-winning Heroes Vodka. Travis is going to tell us about his journey from service in the United States Marine Corps to becoming a veterpreneur and the remarkable impact that business owners can have when they have a mission beyond making a profit. Good morning, Travis. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Good morning, Chad. Good morning, Craig. Thank you for having me. Really excited to talk with you today, Travis. I'm very inspired by your story. Tell us what inspired you to start a vodka business. Well, I was a United States Marine. I served for about two and a half years as a Marine Presidential Guard for President Bush Sr., the 41st President of the United States. And when you're in the Marine Corps, you meet fellow Marines and you become like brothers. And two of my best friends, Richard Gaston, became a state trooper after his service. And my other friend, Tommy Rabjohn, also became a police officer but went back into the Army National Guard after his service. But unfortunately, my friend Richard was killed in the line of duty as serving as a state trooper in Indiana. My other friend Thomas was killed in the war on terror in Afghanistan. And of course, you know, you go through all those emotions when you lose someone, you know, you're angry, you feel guilty for not being there. But finally, I was inspired, inspired to do something more than just reflect and remember my friends, but to find a way to honor them and all those that give their life for this country. Because in my opinion, without the American veteran, they wouldn't be the American dream. So I was just kind of sitting in a bar around Memorial Day, the VFW here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I kept seeing these commercials come on the TV, mostly liquor companies basically giving us lip service like they cared about us, but it was only one day out of the year I was you had to send in a bottle cap or a receipt before they would give something back. So it was like, why don't we uh, create our own brand because there's 23 million veterans throughout the world. So that's kind of how the ideal started in my head. So you had never had any thoughts before that of being an entrepreneur or of uh, starting a spirits business? No, not really. I worked as an engineer for Bridgestone Firestone for a long time, for about 16 years, but I really had no passion for it. Unfortunately, it took me 39 years to find my passion, and that's what I tell other business people. You know, once you find your passion, you'll find your direction, and sometimes through tragedy, you know, great things can happen. So I was inspired by my friends, and, you know, they gave their life for this country the The least I could do was try to start a business, but it is a very scary thing when you start a business because everything's on you at first. And luckily, I went to the Small Business Development Center here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and one of the counselors was an Army veteran who served in Korea, and he gave me a lot of good advice. He told me I had a really good thing there, but you know, at first you're kind of scared to do something, and you wonder if I can do this because I was just an infantry grunt in the Marine Corps, really had no experience in the spirits business except for being a Marine. And you know, Marines were founded in a bar actually in 1775, so we do have that a little bit in common with the spirits industry. 
And uh, while I was at the office, I saw a, a magazine called Veterpreneur Magazine through Victor Media. And I believe Larry Broughton was a, he's an entrepreneur, he's entrepreneur of the year. I seen the cover of the magazine where he started his own hotel business. And he was a Green Beret veteran. I started going through this magazine and I see all these other veterans that were successful in business, such as Phil Knight, who created Nike and you know, Bill Marriott with Marriott, Conrad Hilton, Stan Lee, you know, created the Avengers and all these great characters. And I got to looking at this. I'm like, if they can do this, I can do this. So that's kind of how I got the confidence and stuff to start this. Yeah, such a great story. I think, you know, Craig and I talk about this all the time that most entrepreneurs are not incubated in business schools. You know, most of them are just regular folks and just there's an opportunity and or something inspires them. And they're inspired by other people that they know. And all of a sudden, it starts to seem possible. And they're like, well, what the hell? Why, why can't I do this too? And it's kind of like in the military. Look, in the Marines, you know, well, the Marines are so successful in what they do. You know, we work in small elite teams. And if you surround yourself with small elite teams that share your core values and your mission, you can get a lot of things done very, very quickly. Like I tell people, never be the smartest person in the room to surround yourself with people in the industry. So that's what I started doing. I started calling everyone I could think of that had any kind of experience in this and people I didn't even know. And my business attorney told me to call a man named Robert Lippman here in Nashville, Tennessee. Robert's family has been in business since 1939. They have state permit number one for uh, distribution here in Tennessee. And they were the first distributors of Jack Daniels whiskey. So I called him up, I kind of cold called him because what's the worst he can do is say no. I mean, we've all heard no in our life, but you have to push through that. But fortunately, when he answered the phone, he actually answered his own phone that evening. And he said, "Uh, buddy, I've got a hundred different vodkas in my warehouse, but since you're a veteran, I'll give you 20 minutes. (laughs) And that's all I needed. (laughs) So what, what did that call inform you? Uh, then inform me, you know, never be afraid to ask someone, you know, if you're genuine for what you want to do and, you know, people want to help, They, you know, especially veterans out there, people want to help. And that's what we tell people with my business. And we're not asking for a handout. We're just asking people to support our products and our businesses. And fortunately, my products receive five gold medals and four silver medals now. And, and that's a lot to do with Robert's help and believing in me. And, you know, I took that opportunity and I seized it and I was ready. I would been ready for that moment. I put together a really nice PowerPoint, went out and bought a very nice suit and had all my uh, stats and stuff together, had my prototypes ready and showed up at his office. And I could tell in about 10 minutes, his body language had changed. He really got it after hearing my story. And at the end of it, he said, you know, I'm very impressed with you. He said, do you have any experience in the wine and spirits industry? And like I said before, I said, no, I'm I'm a Marine. I used to, you know, we like to have a drink every now and then. And he kind of laughed and he said, you know, I've had people in this business for 20 some years for you to have it ready like this was very impressive. And he said, you know, I'm going to distribute the vodka regardless, but I can really help you. But I didn't want to seem over anxious, so I made him wait a couple of weeks. I went back and researched him even more because if you're going to go into business with someone, you have to make sure that they share your values and your mission of giving back. So when Robert did, I went back to his office and he sat down and he's, he said, the reason I want to help you is because of your passion. You're a genuine person and it's a great thing that you're doing. So Robert, you know, sat down. He said, you know, we need to redo a few things. We went through research and development for about another year and a half. And that's when he introduced me to Mark Brown, which is the CEO of Sazerac and Buffalo Trace, which is one of the oldest distilleries and one of the most award-winning distilleries. And 
Mark offered to help us make it at the distillery here in Frankfort, Kentucky, because they have about 50 veterans that works there. And the lady over at the bottling facility was in the sixth class for female cadets at West Point. The warehouse manager was an Army infantry guy, Levin Bravo, who served in Iraq and Afghanistan. And they let us run the very first bottles of Heroes Vodka on 11-11-11, which that date only happens once in a century. And as you know, that's also Veterans Day. So it was the day after the Marine Corps birthday. So it was a very big milestone in my life. Yeah, just an incredible story. Travis, it sounds like a number of wonderful events took place to have team members come into your world. To flesh out the team even further, as you say, in the Marines having this special teams and elite teams. What were you looking for and how did you build out your team? Well, I was looking for someone that, you know, had a lot more experience than I did in the actual business of itself. You know, I had the passion and and the gung-ho about it, but I needed to have someone that was an expert in the field because if you try to go in and do all the accounting, you try to do everything yourself, it's going to suck the passion right out of you. And I'd have been miserable. And luckily, Robert's family being in the business, third generation, been in business since 1939. And with the people at Buffalo Trace, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And these guys have been doing this forever. And Robert's was president of the Wine and Spirits Wholesalers Association, uh, sits on the boards of some of these great, great companies and he always has a team already in place here at Lippman Brothers. The CFO was a Vietnam veteran. Our warehouse manager here at Lippman Brothers was a West Point graduate. So we already had a lot of military team members, but they also had you know years of experience in this business, so they could really help me. But I had the drive and the passion, you know. So that's really what kind of uh, I guess got them behind me and on my side. You know, it kind of motivated them to do this. That's excellent. A lot of our listeners of business owners in other industries are probably pretty interested in what have you found unique about the spirits industries that they might not be aware of? Well, like I say, there are a lot of vodkas out in the market today. And that's when I first go into a store, there's really not a lot of vodkas. There's a lot of flavored vodkas, which come into that thing, too. So usually when I go into a store, a lot of people say, oh, no, another vodka. But I was like, just give me a couple minutes and listen to my story. And after that, I've had so many of them apologize to me and say, look, I've never heard that story before. And at first, they might kind of think of it's a gimmick. But when they look it up and look at what we're doing, then they're very, very impressed. And also, you know, the food and beverage goes hand in hand with the wine spirits business because a lot of people start out working at a bar or they work at a restaurant they become a general manager and then the hours just kill them so they want to become a rep for some of the liquor companies or some of the distributors and i've found out in the food and beverage industry a lot of vets work in the food and beverage industry and that really helps me a lot i mean i've went to a couple local restaurants here in nashville that now were the house vodka one called wild ginger the general manager he wasn't a vet himself but his father was a marine and then another restaurant here called sperry's uh, his nephew was a marine and another restaurant i went to the food and beverage director was an army veteran so it, that brotherhood and that sisterhood that we have really goes beyond just serving in the military it's a code that we kind of share together we want to help one another and that really helps me in my business and coming on board with the announcement in the first draw, 11-11-11, that's incredibly unique and great planning, I guess, too. And since then, all business owners run into what we would call business speed bumps and, quote, learning events. What kinds of things, looking back, would you have liked to avoid if you had to do it over again? 
Well, I'd like to get our pricing right at first. When we first did our price a little bit more expensive than what we should have been. So you got to look at the market. The market kind of changed, especially in the vodka market and the 1.75 sizes. And also, you just have to incubate a little bit longer in your backyard because if you can sell it in your backyard, you can sell it anywhere. But we just got so many requests right out the gate that we kind of spread ourselves too thin and went to too many states right off the bat. But now we've consolidated and you know now we're ready to expand and we're starting to expand pretty quickly here now. So it's patience, 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 and don't get ahead of yourself. And that's what a lot of people want to do. They want to go out there. If you're an entrepreneur, you have that shiny light syndrome or the one called squirrel. Someone, you see the shiny light, you're chasing all the time. And so you're so passionate. So you just got to, you know, calm down a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> The squirrel thing really drives, and I love it. My business owner at first said, Travis, you're at Mark 4. I need you at Mark 1. He said, all these great concepts you have, put them in a file cabinet, and we will get to those because they are great. And I have a partner like that because a lot of times people want to suck your passion and your creativity out of you. They get angry at you and get frustrated. But you have to learn how to deal with creative people. Don't put a bag over their head, you know, take their light away from them, encourage them, you know, show a way to encourage them how to do that. And there's a right way to do it. and There's a wrong way to do it. So you just have to be very careful when you're dealing with creative people is to keep that spark alive in them. Travis, one of my favorite mottos from the Marines is improvise, adapt and overcome. (laughs) That will do you well in any kind of business, I do believe. (laughs) So what was the hardest thing that you've had to overcome? Well, at first, for people to take me seriously for, you know, when I first started out, but aligning myself with someone that was an expert in the field, where a lot of people took me serious after seeing that Robert was my business partner, then just seeing me get out there and do it day after day. Especially when I worked at Bridgestone, you have your haters out there that just want to take any kind of success you have or any kind of dreams you have away from you. Especially me not having any experience in the business when I worked at Bridgestone. But now my buck is available at Bridgestone Arena. So a lot of those guys, I can just kind of smile at them when I walk by them now or when they hear <laughs> about my story. So That's pretty good. I mean, what did you take away from that experience in working at Bridgestone that helped inform how you work now? Well, see, I, I came from the Marine Corps, then went to Bridgestone. It was a great job, great opportunity. And I think, you know, very, very fortunate to get out of the military. A lot of guys are having very hard time getting jobs, but luckily Bridgestone is very, very veteran friendly and made really good money. And that kind of gets you stuck sometimes in a place. It can keep you there way too long. And unfortunately, it took something very, very tragic to wake me up. And Bridgestone, just the hours were so long. It's 12 and a half hour shifts. I did that for 16 years. But a lot of things I learned from other Japanese culture, it's called a Kaizen, is like when you have someone new come on board, they look at your company totally different than someone that's been there five or 10 years because they're always looking at something new. So that's something you want to encourage too and not discourage. You want to take them seriously because sometimes people come in and those guys, they think they know everything. So you have to kind of separate those from the creative people. So you've just got to look at that. But the Kaizen is a great, great concept that they have. Have you applied that in Heroes? Yes, I have. So I have a lot of people that come to me with our people email me with ideals and different things that they're wanting to do. So we really take those messages and those advice to heart. And also, I found a couple of mentors that I work with. Larry Broughton, I mentioned earlier. I got to meet Larry after seeing his face on a magazine. Larry actually did a contest for veterans. He thought he would be successful in business. And he picked like seven different veterans, I believe it was. And I was one of the veterans that he chose. So he flew me out to L.A. to one of his hotels, the Santa Monica Georgian Hotel, which is a famous hotel right there on the Strip in Santa Monica. And I got to spend two days with Larry and his team. And Arlie Ermey was there, the famous actor. And 
uh, Marine. Also, Alden Mills, the inventor of the perfect push-ups, a Navy SEAL. Kelly Perdue, who I think believe won season two of one of the Apprentice shows with Donald Trump there, and he also was a West Point graduate. So I got to kind of sit on a panel and they kind of pick your concept and your business apart and really help you be successful in that way. And then Larry introduced me to some other people that could help me as well. So it's that network and people like that can really help you. So after all this success and, you know, the the money that you're able to raise and donate back to AmVets, which I know is very important to you. Yes. What does the future look like for Heroes Vodka and for you? Well, right now we're getting ready to launch into Texas next month, Florida, Ohio, and Kentucky. And we just did our first partnership with our first national restaurant chain, which is Texas Day Brazil. And their director of operations is an Air Force veteran. So they loved my story, told me to fly out to Dallas. So I sit down with them and and he said, before the meeting even starts, we're carrying your vodka. We love what you're doing. There's a way that we can help. And I showed them, I said, well, if you want to give back, I broke down the numbers on how much a one liter bottle of vodka costs for them and how much they sell it for. Because they're going to give back a dollar every drink that they sell of Heroes Vodka back to Hope for the Warriors and Operation Homefront. Because I asked them to pick a couple of charities and I gave some recommendations. And that is a big program. So, for instance, if you had a thousand bars of restaurants doing just six bottles a month, of Heroes Vodka, give them back a dollar per drink. You're talking over a million dollars per year that they would get back. But they also make quite a bit of profit off that. But, you know, to have a sign or a story and people know that, you know, a dollar of every cocktail goes back to American veterans, that really, you know, people like to see that. So they can also, they offer a 20% discount every day to veterans when they eat there. There's a lot of restaurants just want to do that, a free meal on Veterans Day. And that's, you know, that's kind of what, when I looked at doing my product, I just didn't want to do a one day a thing, you know, because without the American veteran, they wouldn't be the American dream. And our freedoms are protected every day by these men and women that serve our country. So I wanted to create a product that every time you purchased it, that you knew that would go back to help people. And once we get as big as Sebeka, Sky, and Absolute, and all these other brands, I'll be giving back 10 to $12 million a year, and that can really make a true difference. Yeah, Travis, and you've really become a force multiplier, you know, by engaging other people like that. And now they're giving. I can't even imagine what you'll inspire as you grow this brand. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. That's what the brand was created for. It's not just my brand. I represent everyone that served our country and especially those that's given their life for this country, but also the military spouses and their families, because without the husbands, wives, sons and daughters, we wouldn't do what we do. You know, we don't fight for what's in front of us. We fight for what's behind us. And that's the American dream and the American values and the freedom that we hopefully that we can let other people know what we're doing, and inspire other people also to take those values and those freedoms to heart and realize that they're not free. They're paid for in blood and sacrificed by so many people. Well, Travis, such a great message. And I I have to tell you, the only thing that's really missing in your message for me is when are you coming to the D.C. metro area? When when can I get Heroes Vodka? Uh, We're hoping very, very soon because actually we talked about Texas State Brazil a moment ago. They have a restaurant there, so that would be a great opportunity for us. And also, I forgot to tell you, Zany's Comedy Clubs, we're starting to spread out in all of those because the founder that founded Zany's was actually a Marine Corps veteran who served in Vietnam. He's since passed, but his business partners loved my story, so they brought us there. But hopefully D.C. will be soon. As you know, I lived there for about two and a half years, and the Wine and Spirits Wholesalers Association is headquartered there. And then there's a great restaurant called the Lincoln Restaurant, which a friend of mine, his college buddy started. So he's been asking me, too, when we get there, you know, how long it will be. So we're hopefully by the end of this summer, we should be there to answer your question.
All right. Well, you got to keep us posted because uh, <laughs> because this conversation has made me very thirsty. And well, also, thank you. And also, I think you've inspired us and all our listeners uh, who are, of course, feeling very patriotic today. Is there any other message you'd like to share with our listeners before we let you go? Uh, yes. Like I say, Heroes Vodka will receive five gold medals, four silver medals. It's American made and it's veteran owned. And what we need is from our audience is your help by uh, you know requesting this because there are so many other vodkas out there. But with Heroes Vodka, you know, it has something different. There's a reason behind it. There's a mission behind it. You know, people don't buy with their head, they buy with their heart. But, you know, I knew people would buy this product the first time just because of what we do. But I also want to make sure if I put the name Heroes on it, that was the best that we could offer. And that's what we have. And also, I wanted to make it affordable because take, for instance, here in Nashville, just a fifth of it is $10.99. A half gallon is nineteen ninety nine. But the reason that is is because I know how much vodka costs to be made. So there's no reason some of the prices that should be out there that you see in some of the stores. But just request it. We have request cards on our website. But you can keep just requesting from your local stores, your local bars and restaurants. Or if you have connections of people you know that would like to carry our product, you can email us. And our website is www.heroesvodka.com. You can send us a message through there, and someone should get back to you pretty soon. And next month, we'll have the Heroes Vodka store going with T-shirts, hats, and we have to have canteen cups to make our Heroes Mules in. So we'll have a lot of fun products. And 25% of all the profits on the sales of the Heroes Vodka store go back to American veterans and their families as well. Well, thanks again, Travis. You keep up the great work, and we will definitely be requesting uh, Heroes Vodka here very soon. Thank you, Shine Craig. And also, uh, I would feel bad if I didn't mention this. If you are a veteran and you want to be in business, go to the National Veteran-Owned Business Association, NAVOBA, and also buyveteran.com because we are certified by the National Veteran-Owned Business Association. We have buyveteran.com on the neck of every label that we produce. So if you go to buyveteran.com and type in your zip code, it shows you all the veteran-owned businesses in your neighborhoods. And that's a great way to support veterans and veterans in business. Our guest today has been Travis McVeigh of Heroes Vodka. We'd like to thank Travis for his service in the Presidential Honor Guard from 1989 to 1992, and to all of our veterans for your service to our country. You can learn more about Travis and find out how you can get Heroes Vodka in your area in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.